0: What's poppin', everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. The other host, as it were. That's me. We don't even need to to go into this anymore. I think we do, Ben, because, um. Because why did Cinderella get kicked off the
2: football team? Don't try and distract me with a corny joke, but why did Cinderella get kicked off the football team?
0: Because she kept running from the ball.
2: Uh, Ah, I totally thought it was gonna be a glass slipper.
0: Joke, no, I know. I thought wasn't. so too. But instead, maybe
2: our levels are a wee bit high. We're we, gonna we, adjust that a little bit. That looks better. Hey,
0: we're not as hot anymore.
2: Wow. Sorry for the, if the first few things we said were just like real, real loud in your ear.
0: Just like nails on an actual chalkboard. Wow. You wanna know what's weird about nails on a chalkboard? Is that yesterday we were driving around and Allie accidentally brushed her finger across the uh, the side mirror there, the one, the, the the piece of glass next to where she sits. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Like the rear view mirror? No, not the rear view mirror, but like literally like the window you would roll down in the passenger seat. So she's sticking your hand out the window. No, the window was up, but she like brushed her hand against it like while she was like reaching for like her seatbelt. So just the passenger window. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. That's Did the you one. say mirror? I may have said mirror. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so it made like a, a squeaking noise. And yeah. I thought that it was almost like the friction of your fingers. Like if you drag them across like a glass table, you know how it can like make like a, yeah. like a squeaky noise. Well... She told me that what actually it was, was her fingernail. And I was not bothered by the noise until she told me that it was her fingernail. And I was like, maybe nails on a chalkboard has nothing to do with... The sound, but like the the sense or feeling oh. that you get in your hands.
2: Oh, it's like you can feel it on your fingertips. Right. Like it's, it's like, not the sound, it's the imagination that your fingertips, much like the ones on the chalkboard, are like, like, like scraping sc- away.
0: Scraping away or like in some way being like ripped off or something. Yeah. Oh, don't okay. even say I that. It's so weird though, because like I think the reason why people are afraid of the dark, and I don't know if this is true, but I'm going with it. Is the idea that at one point in time for humans, nighttime was a very dangerous time to be like alive, basically, Um, because there could have been an immense amount of like either, you know, crime, burglary, attacks from animals, sneak thieves, sneak thieves, indeed, corn pirates. Corn pirates, that's a real one. That's a real big problem. And so I think that part of the reason why we are afraid of the dark is because, like, our forefathers were also afraid of the dark because it usually meant that danger was the foot. So I wonder if, uh, with nails on a chalkboard, if there is some, like built-in, long-term reason why we would all have such a negative effect in reaction to this this particular idea. Hmm.
2: Well, if you heard the sound but couldn't see the person doing it, would it be as terrible?
0: Would it be as terrible? Hmm. Interesting. Beca- because in my argument being that when I just heard Ally scrape her nail across the window and I thought it was just her fingers dragging, I was like, eh, whatever. But then once I knew what it was, it gave me shivers right down my spine. Interesting.
2: I think fear of the dark is often just fear of the unknown.
0: Well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah. I guess the Unknown thing could be that someone might rob you. Lurking. Although I want to, say, I think I remember learning this in psychology class in high school. Is that fear of the dark is not a natural born fear.
0: Really? Yeah. So al- we're not we're not afraid of the dark naturally. Not naturally. Yeah. It's what like makes us thing. afraid of the dark? I don't know.
2: Corn pirates. I think Co- mostly. Yeah. yeah. It's always you're corn like, pirates. Yeah, it always goes back to corn pirates. You're just like laying in bed. You're like stealing corn in middle America.
0: Okay. It could be a real problem. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, oh, man. What are we
2: going to eat? Those farmers. Uh, so Exactly. But, sh- oh, go ahead. Oh, so the um, natural-born fears are heights okay. and loud noises.
0: Strange.
2: Well, not really. Not, I mean, if you think about it, you almost cannot help but react afraid to an extremely loud noise. Even, like, if you have no idea where it's coming from and... I think that these are both, I want to say, built in to protect you. Like, this is when you should run sort of thing.
0: Right. Like, they're they're indicators, like, probably under most circumstances that something bad is about to happen. Which, it actually is very interesting because I remember, um, I I would not say in any shape or form or whatever that I'm typically afraid of loud noises in a sense that I'm conscious of it. Like, I'm (laughs) not, like, I would never go in... I would never be actively avoiding loud noises because I was fearful of them but I do remember when I when I first started doing stuff in the aquarium trade I was frequently working around like heavy machinery yeah and a lot of that meant like whether it was like jackhammers or like a hammer drill like which is what like uh, drills into like concrete is really really loud yeah and I remember like the first several days that I was like being exposed to it like I was really really on edge because Mm -hmm. of the loud noises of all the machines and in a way that like i couldn't have walked in and told you that i was worried about it but like while it was happening i was genuinely like like it was making me like trembly interesting yeah it was super strange man um i will say that even
2: if yeah you are not, it's not something you're aware of but we uh, when i worked at um the the venue i used to work at one of the shows we'd have come through is monster jam okay which if you don't know is just monster trucks super fun yeah, yeah 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 we'll sell you the whole seat but you'll only need the edge. Oh, what? wow! That was, that I was actually, like always in the commercials. I, I kind,
0: of, I kind of wanted to get mad. right. You're like, like, yeah, that's amazing.
2: Uh, anyway, though, monster trucks, especially in the venue we're out that I worked in, which was only about a uh, 8,000 seat coliseum, yeah, and which is small, which does not make for great monster truck shows because they can't move around a whole lot, <laughs> right? Because right. they big, uh, they huge, as like our were. umbrellas. Like our umbrellas, our umbrellas could maybe cover a. a A monster truck could comfortably fit under one of our umbrellas. Surely. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we huge. But they, as a result, in that small, confined area, the loudness of a monster truck in that area is, like, worth running from. Like, if you were there without ear protection and you were just standing there watching, I almost guarantee you that you would, like, be almost forced out of the the area
0: by the sound alone. So you're saying that it is so loud that regardless of your your grit you would leave as a byproduct of being exposed to it. Well,
2: I mean, it's loud enough that it could, like, like damage you. <laughs>
0: sure. Like, I remember yeah. when I've gone to it before, I, like, wore, like, tire-shaped earmuffs. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's what you should. Which were really great, actually. Yeah. Those were those were really
2: handy. Yes, those are fun. So, I always remember that, though, like, thinking, oh, yeah, like, the, these help, but they're not, like, 100% necessary. And I walked in one day, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, these, you must wear ear production in a monster truck show, at least where I used to work, where right. there was no where for the sound to escape.
0: (laughs) Right, right, right. Well, that's interesting. That is interesting. So does that mean that those particular monster truck shows, you weren't getting the full show because there wasn't enough room in the arena to like do it properly? Absolutely, that's what it means. Really?
2: Dude, you have no idea. If you go to like a regular, there's like tracks where they could race. There could be two going at once. They could have jumps where they could be, you know, 40 50 feet in the air. These things can they have way more potential than what we ever got to see as kids.
0: I have always felt that it was a little bit underwhelming. Oh,
2: yeah. We should we should go to a real monster truck show. A
0: real one. Yeah. Like, Where, okay, so tell me who has good monster trucks. I well, I mean, we got the good brands like We have the, Okay, so we have Grave Digger. We yeah, have Yeah, Grave Digger is of course the most popular monster truck. What why do you think that was? Why do you think Grave Digger was the one that like people know? I It is
2: hard to say. It has won a lot of competitions, I guess. Okay. And it is a it's a family truck. It was originally driven by a guy named Dennis Anderson and I think it's still driven by some generation of Anderson today. Man. So it's been around it might just have been around
0: the longest. I don't know. I, you have a strange amount of knowledge it about is. monster trucks.
2: It, I do have a strange amount of knowledge about monster trucks. Uh, monster Jam is totally where you want to be, monster truck wise. Like if you want to be like, there's like other lesser monster truck shows, but the big one. So Monster Jam. Oh, this is part, part of the reason because okay. the, um, the other one I think it's called Bigfoot. Mm, there's a different monster truck that's also super famous that Monster Jam doesn't have. Okay. Hmm. See now i I don't. I don't think it is Bigfoot. There's a different one anyway, and I have a feeling the popularity of that monster truck under this other brand probably prompted monster jam to like seriously market one truck to be their superstar as well
0: oh as, like, i see competitor.
2: i think it is bigfoot um maybe not
0: i'm looking at best monster trucks yeah. and at the very least most of everything that came up right away there is a there is a monster jam grave digger uh power wheels do you remember like power wheels or like absolutely small cars? i remember the power yeah. wheels okay uh they have one of those on there and yeah it seems like pretty much right out of the gate i'm seeing uh, el toro loco no, comes up Monster no Man. okay of course yeah
2: yeah i'm gonna see if i can't find bigfoot real quick I think that's what it's called, but it also sounds wrong.
0: I see. I see. Monster
2: mutt. Nope. that's nope. That one has ears. It
0: does have ears. Yeah. You know so much more about monster trucks than I ever would have thought.
2: Maybe I should have a monster truck channel, man.
0: Okay. Maybe Interesting thing, because we've we've talked about this a lot with you. Uh, how you have this like uncanny ability to retain strange and obscure trivia based knowledge. Yeah. From like the things that you were interested in. It's like, it's like, regardless of how long it has been since you last spent time with a given entity, story, whatever group of characters, it's, it's almost as if like, if I just watched a full season, I could come in and have a full conversation with you about it as if you just watched it. Right. Okay. So in this way, I think I am slowly starting to realize that I am the exact person polar opposite when it comes to any of my knowledge. Really? Yes, like I think literally... As far from the way that you retain knowledge as humanly possible. I think that I also,
2: am... Also, how do you retain
0: knowledge? In a way that I think is purely, like, you either use it or lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's like, if if I haven't done something for a while, then that information... I could probably learn it back a lot faster than I did the first time. In fact, I would say I certainly could. Yeah. Um, but I keep thinking that I have, like... Um, a very minimal, I don't even know what the right word is. I always refer to it as like a cache. And I think that this is like, like a C-A-C-H-E yeah, uh, yeah, cache. Yeah. So this happens to me frequently if I'm doing like problem solving or puzzles in my head where like I can get to step three and solve step three, but then realize I completely forgot what step one was. Oh, interesting. Um, like in, in the span of like s- small periods of time, but also like, um, I think I can get super into something, learn all there is to know about it. And then about three months later, just about all that information would be pretty much gone. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have like a whole lot of that, like taking up like brain, brain space. Like, I almost think I'm, like, very stingy with what, like, gets to stay up there because I'm afraid that I will, like, fill my brain with information. And then it's like, well, if I, I now I know too many obscure things that don't matter. and I don't have enough room for things that do matter.
2: <laughs> that totally, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you could fill it up like that. I've, although, I do know what you mean because sometimes I'm afraid to, like, dive into Lord of the Rings or something. I'm afraid, like, Uh, there's so much. And if I start learning everything about Lord of the Rings, I'm going to like not be able to as retain as much about Harry Potter or something.
0: Oh, or like start crossing lines. Uh, That's another one that I worried Mm -hmm. about. Um, but, but
2: okay. So to that end though, I would say you do seem to have a weirdly high working knowledge of Diablo two stuff though. That never seems to leave your brain. It seems weirdly obscure knowledge that you can call on at any time, no matter what.
0: Maybe, maybe some of it, some of it. Like, I think that, uh, I actually think this is a little bit of a con that people do over things that they know information about Mm -hmm. where, um... You, if you're talking to someone about something and they know nothing about it, your ability to spout information, even if it is the like most basic of information, sounds very advanced. Mine? No, no, no. Like, oh. you, the, the royal you. Okay. So, like, anyone who is speaking on something that they know about. Like, I remember I used to do this all the time with, with, with actually aquarium stuff where I would, like, try to sound like I knew a whole lot more than I actually did. And it was because uh, when I was in high school, dad and I had tracked down this, like, one particular guy who was breeding um, a type of shell-dwelling Tanganyikan cichlid mm-hmm. uh, called a multifasciatus. Okay. And uh, there were, like, these small little, like, silver fish with, like, kind of, like, minimal striping on them. But they would, like, literally live in old snail shells. That was, like, their habitat. Okay. Okay. Um, and I think that they were generally interesting fish if you were to be, like, snorkeling in the African lake that is Lake Tanganyika that they come right. from. Um, but otherwise, they maybe are not the coolest aquarium fish in the world. Right. But whenever people would ask me, like, "What, what what's your favorite fish, though? I would always be like, oh, it's the Tanganyika and multifaciatus. Because, like, what sounds more complicated and advanced yeah. than that pairing of two? the Tanganyika and
2: multifaciatus.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I got mine from a breeding FO pair, you know, FO meaning, like, direct from the lake not right. like bred from fish that were bred from the lake mm. um so i had you know i had f1s because they were like the whatever of course so all of these things it's like it makes it sound like i know extensive amounts and maybe this is a bad example because when it comes to aquariums you do fish, know a lot about I, do, I probably do know yeah. a lot about it but i i witnessed this one of the guys that used to work with me's girlfriend came with us to a conference and i remember that like she was not really into it she mostly came to the aquarium conference with us uh, uh, under the guise of it was a trip to DC, right. so she got to go and spend the weekend up at DC. Right. But she did Fun spend place. one day, you know, walking around the the stops with us to all the booths and stuff. And I remember walking up behind her and listening to her talk to the vendors and just dropping words like calcium reactor and protein skimmer and stuff like that like words that are pieces of the aquarium puzzle that sound kind of complicated but right. like if you're in the speak they're like the most basic things that you have as part right. of your equation and I'm like I know you and I know that you don't know much about this and I know the tactic that you are using is saying words that you think sound complicated to someone who doesn't know what what your knowledge is behind the curtain. Mm -hmm. Does this make sense? Are you following? Okay. Um, And so it's kind of like, it's kind of like if there is a mental curtain and you've got like your entire working knowledge as like your tricks, it's almost like she had like three different acts that she could like bring out to the stage. Right. And because she delivered... Those three acts, most people think that behind the curtain are even more acts. Right. But instead, she played all of them. She's just the Wizard of Oz. She, oh, is that what the Wizard of Oz is? Well, he's just
2: a and like he looks big and impressive and he has all these tricks, but he's just a guy behind the curtain. Man. Right.
0: Every once in a while, I'm gonna pat myself on the back here. Yeah. I think that I stumble onto themes that already exist, and there's no way for me to prove to anybody that I'm not just telling someone else's super advanced thought. But it's like, it's like, man, if I had lived many, many generations. Ago, right? Of course, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have all the prompting that I do have in my modern world to get to these thoughts. But I'm like, I do spend a lot of time thinking about things that I then discover are also things. Right?
2: You you invented something. I wanted to find out. This has been an idea in the world since 1700. Exactly. But you got there independently, but I got there independently. So
0: so people who are regarded as genius, I I also come to those conclusions. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> yes. Pat yourself right there on the back. Right there on the back. No. It, it is actually, it is mildly frustrating when I feel like this happens because you're like, man, did I just have an original thought? And it's like, no. this no. is There are books on this, classes on this. Right. Probably the only reason you even got there is because it was told to you in some episode of Mythbusters once upon a time and you closeted that information away. And behind. now it's
2: popping up. You're like, oh, yeah, a thing.
0: A thing. Hmm, mm, I am I smart. <laughs> that does happen. Um, does happen. But with you, on the other hand, though, I don't feel like you do this. Like, I feel like behind the curtain, unless, uh, do you? Do you do this? Like, do you ever pull, like, a nugget of information and you're like, hmm, they're not going to think that I remember this, but I remember this one thing. And if they if they know that I remember, okay, do you remember in Power Rangers? Yeah. Okay. The villain used to like make the villains out of like that. The, the Rangers yeah. fought out clay. of like clay. Yeah. Right. Do you know what those characters names were? What, putties? Putties? Yeah. Okay. The putties. Yeah. I remember the putties. Right. What, what were the, what was the woman's name who was in like the oh, space castle? Rita Repulsa. Rita Repulsa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, he had no prompting for this. Do you remember what her assistant, I think his head was shaped like a, like a, she
2: had several assistants. Oh,
0: okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. But am I, who am I thinking of? Whose head was like, a, it was like a robot. And it was like a like a donut or something like that. Do you know what like I'm talking a donut? about? Donut, like a donut, and it had like um, air duct arms. Maybe, maybe I'm not even thinking about the right the right franchise In, at all. Air duct arms.
2: I mean, she had like Goldar. That was like her general. Hang on, the big wings.
0: Oh, Goldar. Yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna look up Goldar real, up. real quick. Gold R. Oh no, that's not who I'm thinking of. No. Nope. Although we used to have that action figure, but again, I could not have told you that name. Right. Ever. Yeah. Like not not in a I million know. years. She had a uh,
2: Finster, who was the person who like made the putties and stuff. Okay. Out of clay Finster. How do you spell Finster? F I N S T E R. And there was like, there was like this duo of just morons like Babu and something else. I don't remember the other one. Finster. Yeah.
0: Now that I see it, I remember it. He kind of right. looks like Dumbledore. <laughs>
2: a little bit he's got the, like elf head kind yeah, of
0: yeah 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 finster aka dumbledore ah yeah okay so was there a robot that was who's the tube who lives inside of the wall that Zordon. Do, zordon okay yeah. did zordon have an assistant oh yeah alpha 5 <laughs> i See, you guys, I'm, I, he had no prompting to this. Is it alpha, like five, as in like spelled out or aye, the aye, number aye. five? Yeah.
2: Um, I don't know. I'm sure I think it's just the number five. I, it is the number five because we used to have these little like kids workbook things. And they would have word searches in them. And they'd be like all Power Rangers themed. But it'd be so easy to find alpha five because there'd be like three fives in the word search. you would be like, <laughs>
0: Alpha five. There you go. Wow. Wow, wow, wow.
2: There you go. What else you got, Ben? What other obscure Power Rangers knowledge do you want to know?
0: (laughs) I don't know. How long has it been since you've watched The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? The Mighty
2: Morphin Power Rangers? Probably like 2010.
0: Okay, okay. So slightly more recently than me. I guess. I don't think
2: I watched the whole thing through.
0: Okay, okay.
2: But there's like... A lot of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. There's like 120 episodes or something.
0: That's so many. Yeah. And you've seen them all? Well, maybe not all of them. How many Green Rangers are there? Just one. Just one. How many White Rangers are there?
2: Also just one. How
0: many different guys does Jason play?
2: Jason plays the Red Ranger and the Gold Ranger.
0: The Gold Ranger? Yeah. (sighs) Man, okay. We're probably so obscure right now (laughs) that people are like, guys, what even? (laughs) But Tommy... Oh, Tommy, okay. The Green Ranger. the Tommy the Green Ranger,
2: White Ranger. (laughs) Yes, okay. Also plays uh, the Red Zia Ranger, the Red Turbo Ranger, and the Black Dino Thunder Ranger.
0: That's way too many different rangers. You could have
2: an entire ranger team of just Tommy Oliver. Dr. O in Dino Thunder.
0: (laughs) Is he always the villain? Is he ever the villain?
2: Oh, he's only the villain as the Green Ranger. Whoa. And uh, only for like, you know, five episodes.
0: Okay, I think when we were kids, we had a VHS uh, set up. And yeah. at some point in time, I learned how to record TV on the VHS tapes. Oh man. oh, man. And I think one of like one of the like probably seven episodes I ever did this on uh, was the episode of the Power Rangers where the Green Ranger is the villain. Wow. I know. Yeah, I feel like I remember him standing on a hill. Um, They did that a lot. Though they put the Green Ranger on a hill?
2: Well, so what happened, the way they filmed Power Rangers is that all the times you see the American actors, like with their not-in-the-suits, that's stuff they filmed in America, and anytime they're in the suits, like in a rock quarry, all of a sudden they're fighting in front of a warehouse. That's all footage from Japan that they're just putting in and dubbing over.
0: No, it is not. Yes,
2: it is, which is really disappointing. But also why, like, there's only so like the Dragon Zord. This is if you remember, I don't maybe you don't remember the Dragon Zord was the Green Rangers' big dragon robot Zord. Yes, right. Okay, sure. So the Dragon Zord in Japan was like a one episode villain or something so they had like four shots of him like knocking over a dumpster like biting through this like red and white candy cane thing he only has like they only had like five shots of him but because he's only in one episode in japan but tommy's the green ranger and that's his Zord in America. So every time he calls him, they use the same five shots, no matter who he's fighting. You're and kidding? It's so lame, and it's so obvious as an adult. Even as a kid, I was like, he's always he's always biting through that candy cane thing, and yeah. So that's kind of a bummer.
0: But okay, I have go. to know though. I, I I I've never been able to figure this out, and I've mm. known you for thirty years. Yeah. How 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 do you do this? Like, are you? For me, I know that like. Um, particularly like when i was like buying a house for whatever reason like any type of like major exchange things like that like that's the type of information that like my brain will absorb so like mm-hmm. when i was buying a house i probably could have become a realtor mm-hmm. like right then and there because I, uh, I i was researching everything there was to know about the home transactional process and mm-hmm. like that's like what my brain would like gobble up but like are you just so are you so much more interested in these things than i am that that's what's happening with you
2: i think so like if you can imagine how much you're into Diablo 2, like that's how, that's as interested as I am in all these other things.
0: Really? Right. That's so many different things to be interested in though.
2: Yeah. Well, this is, this is maybe some like, maybe you can use this as some confidence that your brain won't totally fill up. So you, you. get into you, anything I else. can use
0: you as my working example. That's right. As proof that my, that my poor brain could store more information.
2: Yeah, I guess so. Man. There you go. All the things you can know about.
0: All the things you can know. Yeah, I think that maybe I even... I I fall into, like, a specialist role. So, like, um, I got really big into rock climbing. Uh... I don't know, maybe five years ago now, something like that. Yeah. And I, I probably did it for a good two and a half years, four days a week. Like everyone at the climbing gym knew who I was. Right. Like I was like, I was there a lot. And throughout that entire time, I never got belay certified. Weird. Weird. Right. So right. like I, I was like this person, like I remember one day Alice wanted to get belay certified with me. And so I went and took like the little practice course and they were like, you're not certified. Like I totally could have just been doing it probably for months and nobody ever would have like said anything to me. Right. Um, because they, they knew me, you should Um, get certified. If you're like at a gym, you should get certified for sure. Definitely. Don't do it. Don't, don't risk someone, (laughs) someone else's situation. And I'm, and I didn't do it. Like, it wasn't like I was out there like belaying people. Like I didn't know how to tie the knots and stuff. Like, Like I didn't, they weren't shocked because they were like, Oh, we've seen you do this so many times. They were shocked because they've seen me so many times and I never learned how to do it. Right. Um, And it was because the whole time that I was rock climbing, I was always super into bouldering. Yeah. Which means that you are never attached to any ropes at all. Um, And I have, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was about it. But I, I spent so much time around this particular activity, but never branched my knowledge out. Of, like, the one area that I was particularly invested in. Right. I'm not not gonna... interested
2: in rock climbing as a whole. Right. Or even getting on real rocks, mostly.
0: Not even really getting on real rocks, yeah.
2: Mostly Let's... just interested in bouldering on this section of the gym in Roanoke. In
0: Roanoke. Now, to be fair, they do change the routes about every, like, two months or so. So yes, they there do. Was, there was a constant. It wasn't like I just got really good at all the the Um, but I will say that I was like, okay, I will get into outdoor rock climbing. And so I did go, uh, on like one long weekend trip where I was going to be climbing rocks outside with one of my friends, uh, from Alabama. And while I was there, his friend was belaying me while I was on like my first ever rock wall. Right. And when, when you're climbing a rock wall, there's the really hard part of the problem and that's called the crux. Yeah. And, um, So I was going to, like, make this, like, big monster move, like, 60 feet in the air. Yeah. And so I sort of, like, shoot up, you know, hands sweaty, grab the rock. My fingers just, like, come loose. And the guy was talking to somebody on the ground, had not pulled the slack out of my line. And I just dropped, like, 15 feet. Oh, that's horrifying. Yeah. And so, like, the... like, Did you die that time? Man. Is that a time you died? I will tell you that in the, like, second split second that I was falling, I think it went through my head. I was like, I'm gonna die. That's it. Like, like there's no way that I can survive a fall from this Height, yeah. especially falling onto rocks. Yeah. Um, and so I will say that the the speed at which my brain, like, grappled with that situation, even though, I mean, right. you probably blink and could have missed me yeah. dropping. But unexpectedly falling is terrifying. Absolutely. Going back to our, our natural-born fears here, you said it was fear of heights. It is actually the two natural-born fears are the fear of falling and the fear of loud sounds. Oh,
2: so it's not... So heights is sort of a...
0: Heights is is like it goes hand in hand. It goes
2: hand in hand with falling because exactly. that's what you're afraid of when you're high up.
0: Right, right, yeah.
2: I'm not afraid of being high up. I'm afraid of not continuing to be high up. Yes, yeah. right, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't want my position to change. Right, <laughs> from a latitudinal standpoint. Yeah,
2: exactly. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that that was my like. I'm I'm very bad about this as well. I'll dip my toe into the water of something, and mm-hmm. this was me climbing outside, and I had a bad experience, and it was like, I'm good. Man, I
2: think there is a version of me from college that got super duper into rock climbing. But when I went to, so when I first went to school as a freshman, there was this uh, like outdoors program that you could go sign up for, and that was you know, get you, every little college orientation thing. ever would be like, get involved, be a part of something, blah, you know, all those super cheesy things like that. And I was like, all right, I like, and like our group in high school, like our group of friends, was like really outdoorsy, and we do lots of camping and stuff like that. So there was this outdoors club, and there was a rock climbing thing. And I was like, oh yeah, this sounds great. I'll just go. I'll just meet people. Those people will be my friends. This is this is what I'll be involved in. This will be my thing. And I went on the trip and I remember, and it was actually, that's otherwise how it might have gone was that it was really fun. I climbed a bunch of rocks outside and stuff. And I would say amongst the people there, other than the people who were like guiding, but who were like the, the upperclassmen who'd been on, you know, a hundred rock climbing trips or whatever. Sure. I was, prob- I was probably top cheese of this Ooh. selection of people. So they were like,
0: well, that's kind of what
2: Yeah. But I was also kind of like, man, I am so awesome at this. Like I was, <laughs> did you? I, was, I totally was like, I am awesome. I like was, it was one of those, is one of those like instant karma moments where it's just like, oh yeah, you feeling good about yourself? Guess what? And so we were, Oh, I, I'm so mad. I get so mad when I think about it because the trip was over. We were, like, walking back to the cars and they were just like, hey, if anyone sees any other, like, boulders or anything you want to climb, like, while we're walking back to the cars, just speak up and we'll go check it out or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, awesome. So I see this one and I'm like, let's climb that. And they go over and the first guy goes up and I kind of follow him up and it goes fine. I get to the top. And then on the down climb, I am like in this horrible position where I'm probably like 10 feet above the ground or so. Right. And there's this little circle of a rock I've got both my hands on and I need to lower myself about in, you know, maybe three more inches before I can like put my feet back on the the next little ledge beneath me. And I can just feel my fingers slipping. And I'm like, I know I cannot lower myself down. And I know I can't hold on for about more than two more seconds. And I don't know how I'm going to solve this problem. And it's like, I'm thinking this at like you know hyperspeed right right like I barely have any time to figure out what I'm gonna do and then all of a sudden and then naturally yeah sure enough all these things are true my fingers just slip I miss the ledge and I just hit the ground ooh yeah Totally landed on my, like, my left foot. I could, like, barely walk then after that. So then, then you just look like this idiot who was like, oh, maybe he wasn't so good or whatever. I felt so embarrassed that whole trip. Yeah. I could, like, barely walk around campus the next week. I was I didn't go to, like, any sort of hospital or medic or anything. I was just like, I'm okay. <laughs> my I, punishment is dealing with this. Exactly. I was just like, which I probably was not. Like, I, it was really hurt. But anyway... I healed from it, and eventually there was a second climbing trip that I signed up for. I was like, okay, this is going to go better. But I get to the second day, and I am maybe there. There's some big wall. I'm on ropes this time, or we were on ropes last time anyway. Well, that was bouldering. Okay, I'm on a rope. I get the 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 rock wall isn't really that hard to climb, except for the very first move okay. off the ground, which is tricky. So I am maybe like, if you were, if, I, I, if the rope is holding me up, I'm about two inches off the ground, you know? So like if I were to fall off the wall, I would stop about two inches above the ground. Okay. Right. So I'm okay. not like, which is, which is bad because what happened was I go for this first move, don't make it, fell. And then instead of hitting the ground, which probably would have been better because it wasn't high up, I just swung straight back. And mm. there was another rock, which my same foot that did hurt, hurt myself on the first trip. Slammed into like the back of my heel, and I swear I broke something in there. Oh my gosh! I know gosh. <laughs> I was just like getting destroyed on these climbing trips, and I could not rest my heel on something for years afterwards. Years? <laughs> I kid you not. Years. It was like, man, I was uh, so I didn't go on any more rock climbing trips. So those weren't my friends.
0: <laughs> and those weren't my friends. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> oh, so I was like, no. I'm done. I've just hurt myself. Oh my I'm gosh! over for two. <laughs> we've we've always talked about this though. I feel like it's like the car. And curse is that like there, there is something about us, uh, I feel that where we cannot be overconfident about anything, yeah, because at any moment if if our confidence like bubbles above like a certain threshold your fly is instantly down right you know and it's like it's like you could like walk into class but man i look like good today i got cool new shoes mm-hmm. on everything is great and then lo and behold chris boylan's gonna walk right up to you and be like hey ben your fly's down and you're like everything's ruined I mean, everyone saw it, it this, is the, this is the worst this is the worst there's no way to recover from it and it's like realistically nobody's really judging you that much but like your mind just made it this like like massive right. massive problem it's like
2: the moment you're like i think i look good you trip and you're you like, trip yeah you're like oh okay never mind never mm-hmm. mind
0: that actually did happen to me um I remember all through high school there was this uh phenomenon of like going to a different school's prom. Oh. And you know, like it, it seemed like especially a lot of like the uh the air quotes popular girls would be asked by their friends from different schools and like that was like a thing. So it was like right. you had like our prom weekend, but then they would also post pictures to like MySpace from like, you know, Hidden Valley's prom Whoa. and it's like Hey now, two yeah. proms Whoa. That's crazy. Um and I remember that I, ha- I had a whole bunch of friends from a from a different high school, and one of their uh, girlfriend's date backed out, like, the Thursday night before. And so they messaged me, and they were like, hey, so-and-so, like, can't, like, they don't have a date, but they already paid for the tickets, like, do you want to go? And I was like, two proms. <laughs> oh, I'm, I, could I, I be a 2 prommer? I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> and it was super cool, so, like, I went and tried on, like, dad's tux, and it fit, and it was like, I was like, this is so awesome, like, wow. I'm wearing, like, dad's tux, like, I'm gonna look so Awesome. Does it?
2: Does Dad's tux have a cummerbund? Is that correct?
0: It does. I don't think I wore it. Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Missed opportunity. Our cummerbunds cool. I've never felt like I would go for a cummerbund personally. It's all.
2: It's all about the way you wear it. You know, if you're owning that
0: cummerbund, it's cool. Ooh. Okay. I'm yeah. also not a vest guy. I, but when it comes to tuxedos, for me, it's just
2: shirt it's just jacket. The, it's just about the jacket. Yeah. Yeah. No, I it's, like the vests.
0: No. See, I don't like vests, especially colored vests. Like, um. I think this is something that almost the only circumstances where colored vests seem to really come into play other than maybe like white, black, or like a charcoal gray, maybe a navy. Mm-hmm. Um, but very frequently, it's almost like a a portion of the tuxedo getup that I think is almost exclusively reserved for prom. Because typically what happens is you find out your date is wearing like, you know, a, a pink dress and then you wear a pink uh, vest to match, to match to match the dress. Uh, but I almost feel like in this strange way, like even though you're attempting to be formal, it's almost like a formal addition to a formal outfit that fits almost only the scenario that is going to a high school prom like you wouldn't
2: own a colored vest
0: well you would never own a colored vest because it would be so hard for the circumstances to ever Mm -hmm. allow for wearing one unless you literally had like a closet full of colored vests yeah which unless you host like a game show (laughs) um in which case colored vest on my friend yeah do it do it to it (laughs) right um yeah no it's it's strange like it's almost like a colored vest uh the like the only circumstance for it is high school prom interesting yeah um i forgot where i was going with this i suppose like
2: some wedding like groomsmen probably have colored vests sometimes
0: sometimes they do but this was one of those decisions that like going into wedding planning that i was pretty adamantly like in in camp nope we would either wear black vests Or no vests at all Mm. we opted for no vests at all nice yeah i was there i know i know i remember but these guys weren't you know right the the colonels the colonel little colonels little colonels out there out there um oh no so i remember though so i'm wearing dad's wearing dad's tuxedo and i'm going to this prom and so like uh i go to take pictures with the girl and i'm like you know i mean this is like someone who i know but like it definitely wasn't like a romantic thing it was just like yeah, Abraham. Yeah. Uh but yeah. so we get out there and her dad is like one of these guys who uh is like from the south. You know, oh like boy. he was like he was like, you know, he came up and I mean, I very good natured, but like gave me the like, you're gonna take care of her, right? Like, you know, Not stiff right. handshake, yeah. like the whole thing. So we go outside, we take the, like, you know, we're going to take pictures, and the um the dad comes over to me and, and he goes to whisper in my ear and I'm like, What? And he goes to like whisper again and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I still didn't hear you. And finally like everyone's like crowded around is like your flies down and i'm oh, like
2: no crud buckets wow maybe you should have whispered
0: <laughs> <laughs> i know right yeah, it's like you couldn't have been a little more subtle about that and you know like truly, i think he was trying to be yeah. like you know like i think i think he was embarrassed for me yeah um and, but like you know he's also like johnny mctuff guy at yeah. the same time mm-hmm. and so but like so he, he had no tact in in attempting to deliver this information to me which also is one of those things that i i don't know if there's is a good way to do it because like somehow some way it, yeah. it, it's like well no good way around this I also feel the same way about having something in your nose oh this like I I'm one of those people that like if I notice that some, someone has something in their nose I like I'm a terrible person for this but I don't say anything at all
2: it's it is such a line where you're like do I tell them is telling them an embarrassing thing because it's like does it make you sound like superficial or petty like just so you know I noticed you had something in your nose and uh yeah I yeah. I don't like it. Well, or is it or is it nice to just tell them cuz they don't obviously they don't want to be have this thing
0: hanging out of their nose. Well, this is or the this problem big though. Is it leaf in their teeth or something? Right, right, right. Yeah. But but most frequently whenever something like that happens, you know what the problem is with having something in your teeth or in your nose? Yeah. yeah. They're right next to your eyeballs and therefore unless you have a mirror, there's no way to know whether or not you've solved the problem. Right. And so I remember we had like a talent manager for YouTube at one point in time and we were at like, um, one of the YouTube conventions and We're walking around and you know, he's, he's like, you got something in your nose. And I was like, Oh, thanks. You know, like, I took my hand I sort of did like that, like the sniffle. Yeah. And he's like, you didn't get it. And I'm like, you know, like, I did it again. Yeah. No, no sniffle, no still again. nothing. You know? And it's like, and it's like the guy, he's like, I have no idea. Like I'm so embarrassed because I'm like, well, what do you expect me to do? Like, I don't, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. I don't know how to solve this problem. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't well-equipped with, with tissues or anything right. like that. A Kleenex. I need to go to the bathroom, please. Right, yes. I, I guess I'll be right back. Right. Yeah, so I don't know. That, that, that is a question for you, you colonels out there, is uh, what do you do if somebody has something in their teeth or nose uh, in order to not make them feel bad about it, but also, like, you're kind of covering for them at the same time.
2: Or do you have a story just about, a like, Letting yourself feel confident for even one second only to immediately trip down the stairs or Right. what have you. What have you. Because Ben, let me tell you. I have a story like this. Okay, it on. Sort me. of. Sort of. Um in your story, you forgot to zip your fly. But yeah. let me just say, at least you remembered your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So this was and if you've watched the 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 vlog on YouTube, aside from the Super Brothers channel, maybe you've heard the story before, but Beth and I, once upon a time, are driving up to New Jersey to go to one of uh, her college friends' weddings, and we, it's like a, you know, it's like a, depending on how traffic goes and stuff, this could be a seven-hour drive, it could be an eight-and-a-half-hour drive, you know, depending on how you stop. We get there in just the best time possible. Right. We arrive at the church... We're like the first people at the wedding. We're feeling great. We're like, yeah, awesome. Now we don't have to change in the parking lot or anything. We go and talk to the people at the church. We go in and they're like, oh yeah, here's some restrooms you can use to go change. And I get in there and I've got my bag and I put on my jacket and I button up my shirt. And all of a sudden I realize that I've forgotten my pants. No pants. No pants at this wedding. And... The only other pants I have are jeans. And this is like a nice wedding. It's like a big Catholic wedding, you know, or like essentially attending a service, you know. So it wasn't a jeans wedding. It wasn't a jeans wedding. No, uh, I wasn't going to get away with that. Are there jeans weddings? There might be, certainly.
0: Okay, There's okay. probably like
2: bathing suit weddings for all I know. Oh,
0: bathing there might be, suit. Wedding.
2: There might be naked weddings. Who knows?
0: Well, I'm sure that's a thing. For some reason, that feels less shocking. Than jeans weddings? Than jeans weddings, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay, anyway,
2: definitely not wearing jeans. Now, fortunately, we have arrived... Early enough. Had we gotten there, like, right on time, would have been bad news. Would have had to almost miss the ceremony.
0: You would have missed the ceremony instead of wearing jeans to the ceremony.
2: Well, I don't know, but I was in a situation where there was a potential to get pants before the wedding. Maybe if there was no option, I would have been better off because I just wouldn't have done anything. Uh But there was time. So they tell us about this mall and... I'm just like, I drive as fast as I can in the mall, and I pick up, like, the first pair of pants at the, the J.C. Pennies or whatever. I throw them on. I'm like, yep, they fit. Pay for them. Book it back. Ready to go. I walk in, and I have, like, just missed it by about... No, I haven't I Haven't missed it. I've missed it. I've missed the start of the wedding. I get in there, and the groomsmen are already, like, standing at the end of the aisle. Okay. Right? So I have to wait. I, I, see, I see the bride there. Oh, no. You see, the bride, see the bride before everyone else? I see the bride before everyone else, which I'm like, ah, crap. That feels like this bad no luck. Good. It feels like bad luck. I'm like, i was supposed to see you. And, like, of course she sees me, too. And I'm like, she's like, hey, which, you know, she doesn't, like, mind or anything. Right, right, <laughs> I'm just right. like, I'll just wait for her to go walk down. I don't want to be like the, you know, I'm in that zone where no one else is allowed to go through the doors before her. Right. So, I'm, i gotta, like, wait it out. And eventually, I walk Can in. Can you
0: imagine, <laughs> though, like, like, <laughs> the, like the organs yeah. playing? <laughs> like, you, like, sneak in. Yeah. And your fly's down. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. My fly was not down. But, oh, my goodness. So, I've only been gone for, like, thirty minutes or something. But in the meantime, here's what's happened, is I sit down and Beth is of course sitting with her other friends and whatever and they're like, See so you got some pants And I'm just like oh. And so everyone's just been asking Beth, Where's Jonathan? <laughs> and and, then, <laughs> and so the news that Jonathan forgot his pants has spread like wildfire oh no the wedding, i'm like this is so embarrassing i it was like oh man i was just hating it at the moment and then this was the worst part okay. i couldn't like at first i thought okay these people know but the wedding ends and everyone stands up and clapping and you know the bride and groom are walking down and the groom steve and he gets he's passing me and he goes see so you found your pants
0: and i was like how did you like how did the news travel all the way to the groom the groom the groom knows are you close with the groom not in particular and so and so oh my god! this is
2: it's so, Beth's friend is the bride. Right. So, I've met the groom at, like, a tailgate.
0: Okay. You know? Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, you guys now, go way back. Yeah, we go way back. Now, now I would say, at the very least, because, um, you know, they have the same group of friends, so the same people end up at a lot of weddings. Uh-huh. So, me and Steve, you know, we're like, we're buds. We're buds. Okay. We're buds. Okay. You know, we know each other. We both have we both have sons named Nicholas now, so, wow. you know, really wow. tight. Wow, that's a tight club. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, but I could not believe that somehow... In the space of like 20 minutes, the the rate at which this news had traveled through this wedding. Wow. And Jonathan had forgotten his pants. It's
0: like, it's really like the theme of that wedding now. It,
2: basically, when people talk about it, I'm pretty sure that's all I think about. They
0: just changed their wedding hashtag to yeah. Jay Forgot His Pants. Jay Forgot His Pants. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Oh man, terrible! That is, I'm so sorry to hear that. That does sound like a devastating experience. Uh, and I will say, I'm going to make everybody in the world self-conscious for the rest of forever. Yeah. But at our wedding, one of Alice's cousins, there was this one thing that I noticed, and I have no idea. He's a super outdoorsy guy, and he's like an ultra marathoner and stuff like that. But I noticed that he was wearing like black sneakers, mm. and we had like a you know like a black tie wedding. Yeah. And it, this was one of those things where I was like. Part of me could almost see a situation where he got here, realized he forgot his tuxedo shoes and like just went out and bought like a pair of like, what what is the quickest pair of black shoes that I can buy? Right. But it was like, he was wearing like a nice suit and like black sneakers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sure it's one of those things where he's like, no one's paying attention to me. No one's going to notice. Yeah. I did notice. Did you say something? <laughs> no, of course not. No. I mean because I I wasn't like I wasn't upset or anything like that. I was just like I was there was such a change mm-hmm. like you know going from like the upper half of him to the bottom half of him where yeah. it was like Hmm, sneakers. So he wore them straight
2: through the wedding.
0: Straight through the wedding. Oh, well, yeah. I never
2: noticed at the wedding anyone wearing sneakers. Well, I did. You did.
0: I did. Not in a bad way. I wasn't upset about ruined it. Ruined your whole night. I didn't ruin my whole night. Wow. No, it was fine. The it was fine. Over. No, it was fine. Call it off. You're totally good. If you're listening right now, you know who you are. It's fine. You know how Ben feels. <laughs> you know. I feel like saying you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> like I've never said that in a less menacing way. Truly. Like you know who you are. Usually you know means who you just, are. that's intense. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Okay. Well, I feel like we've probably uh, reached a stopping point for today's episode of told, The Pop. Told enough embarrassing stories
2: about being pantsless and stuff.
0: Yeah, enough yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Injured ourselves on enough rock climbs.
0: I feel like really what The what the Pop has devolved into is... That's
2: evolved. Evolved,
0: Ben. <laughs> I feel like it's maybe one or the other. Mm-hmm. You guys can choose. Yeah. Let us know. Send me an email at popcornculturepod at gmail.com. But it is either evolved or devolved into us telling embarrassing childhood adolescent... Stories Evolved into that. Uh, we What we really need is the word from the people. Yeah. Otherwise, so if we get lots of messages where it's devolved, maybe we'll do less of that. And we'll tell more stories of our future. <laughs> <laughs> you, tell, you tell stories of your future. You just try real hard. <laughs> just, you,
2: you set expectations well, that you must hit. Remember that time when the twins with the soccer ball and ah, the, whew, those orange slices? That was what? so crazy. Oh my gosh. Now it has to I happen. Was, they were picking them out of their pants for weeks. <laughs>
0: How does that story possibly go? I, don't know. I
2: know. We don't know. We don't These know. These are future
0: stories. They're future stories. Yeah. Also, that's another thing you could send us is a good quality future story. What's going to happen to you one year from today, mm. today being not the day that you're listening to this, but rather March 9th, be sure to set in your phone a calendar. You can just like be like, hey, Siri, and then say on March 9th, I need to have a story. Yeah. But you need to predict it now right on today's march 9th yeah. for next year's march 9th. so they'll
2: have a bit of a head start they'll have like a four-day head start on this one year
0: exactly yeah. exactly so to know what's gonna happen for sure they're four days closer to knowing four days closer how
2: far off could they be
0: we need a lot what do you okay before we before we actually leave for sure now i'm gonna put you on the spot mm. what is march 9th 2021 look like for you let me see
2: what day of the week it is real okay way. okay yeah. we'll see
0: we'll see because that will affect things
2: well, if it's like a weekend <laughs>
0: Uh, A weekend. Because if it's a a Tuesday, it means we're probably uploading a video to the Super Carlin Brothers channel.
2: March 9th, 2021 is a Tuesday, so we'll probably be uploading a video (laughs) to the Super Carlin Brothers channel. Are you kidding me? No, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. What do you think
0: that video will be about?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I don't think they've even announced what it's going to be about yet.
0: Hmm. Mm,
2: So... Mar- they've probably released they just released onward here, so probably a Pixar video. I'm gonna go with
0: Pixar video. I'm gonna go with is Peter Parker the next Tony Stark? Wow, wow wow, wow, wow. okay
2: well, we'll see yeah. what the video is next March 9th and everyone needs to make sure they remember this podcast because we're gonna forget and they can you can tweet us all about it and be like, you thought it was gonna be about this.
0: Okay, so here's a real question. I have to leave here and go talk to our realtor about selling my house. Yeah, do I live in a different house on March 9th? 2021 wow no 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 wow so you think i have a bummer of an afternoon
2: no no i don't think it's gonna be i nope nope there's you see it's not it's not no and a bummer or yes and success it's no and success.
0: Wow, it doesn't even rhyme. Doesn't rhyme. But, but yes and did success no did. Huh? <laughs> neither did no and bummer.
2: Neither did no and bummer. But
0: yes and success did. Yeah,
2: maybe that's why it is a bummer because it doesn't rhyme.
0: Okay, so that's that's the other homework homework for all of you colonels out there is be sure to let us know what what your life how your life will have changed by March 9th, 2021 Mm. yeah yeah it's gonna be a big one for the for the old pop i have a feeling future planning yeah yeah all right guys thank you so much for tuning in to this episode until next time pop pop.